Hey everyone, welcome back. It is My Chic Intuition and I am your host, Carmen Ramos. Thank you for coming back and listening to our podcast. So, what is going on today? How's everyone doing? I hope everyone's doing well. I'm back in LA and excited because I haven't, you know, gotten creative like I usually do. So I took a week off. After my birthday, I was like, I need to just send out because my creative juices were leaving. But now they're back. And I was binge watching the show called Crime Scene at the Cecil Hotel. And oh my God, that documentary had me like, what the fuck? Like this girl is so happy. She's in China and she's like, hey, I think I just want to leave to Los Angeles and, you know, start an exciting life, start something new. The girl's 21. She decides to make a Tumblr and she's like, let me just try this life out. So she gets her flight and she ends up at the Cecil Hotel and she stays there for a good amount of time and they say that she was a little bizarre that she was dealing with a lot of depression and um bipolar um she was dealing with a lot of mental issues and so she couldn't stay with her roommates because she was dealing with that in in a not so healthy way so they isolated her in a different room So one day she decides to go in an elevator and she's acting so bizarre. There's a YouTube video of her like interacting with someone or something. We don't even know if she was um, heavily medicated or on drugs or she was literally having a manic episode where she was seeing things. But if you see the elevator, the elevator would not move. And she looks like she was like hiding and like looking out and she gets out of the whole I'm not the hotel the elevator and she's never to be seen again so everyone's like okay where is this girl where has she gone missing and so then you know the FBI Los Angeles Police Department gets involved her parents fly fly here and it's just like this whole big deal so this is where it gets crazy because then the investigation starts right so Everyone's like being a detective. Like this is like everyone's case, not just the FBI, the LAPD, their parents, her friends. But this is a global thing where everyone's online trying to piece the puzzle. So I'm wondering what, like, where did she go from that elevator part to not being seen again? So everyone's like, okay, they they did a search in the whole building. They could not find her. Uh, they checked around the neighborhood. They talked to, you know, potential people. They even accused this one guy who was working on his music and whatever and wrongfully accused him and they were pointing fingers at him, but he definitely had nothing to do with it. And two people came and visited from the UK to the hotel. And they started, like, you know, they were like, okay, this place is kind of like rusty it's it's kind of like you know not so clean they said that like the floors were kind of sticky and weird and then 
it, you know, when they were showering, they would just like notice it was just brown water and like the faucet would be brown and everything. And so they made a complaint 19 days later. Okay. And then the maintenance went to go check out what was up with the water being brown because everybody in the whole building was complaining that the water was brown. And they find the girl in the tank. And the crazy part is she was naked and she was faced up. So everyone's like, okay, so how did that come about? How did that happen? How did she get up there? And why was the lid closed? That's what the, uh, that's exactly what the statement said. So everyone was like, okay, how did this all come about? So then they started piecing the puzzle and they came to the conclusion that she literally was not in a mental state and she committed suicide or she was hiding from somebody and decided to go in the tank and just hide. And the poor girl couldn't swim back up because when people were using the water, the water pressure would just go down. So it kind of like was like an unsettling feeling because the poor girl was probably hiding from her trip. Maybe she was like on LSD. Is that what it's called? And on accident, fucking, fucking got stuck. And so, like, they came to the conclusion that she was undressing herself to, like, trying to swim up and get out, but she just couldn't. So, you know, if this is a story where if you feel like um, you have mental a, a mental illness or something that you're going through, like depression, like definitely seek help, definitely speak to someone. Um, I am someone that deals with depression, someone that deals with, um, with, uh, GAD, which is generalized anxiety disorder. I haven't really spoken about it really, but, um, talking about this topic, it's, it, it, it welcomes it. So, you know, when I go through my my situations, I usually just, you know, start reading self-help books or, you know, meditate. I also like to take baths or do puzzles and things like that that actually stimulate my mind. I don't really entertain the phone because I feel like the phone makes you like warp in and it doesn't really help you. So when you feel like in any anxiety or depression, just, you know, take a deep breath and then, you know, think about the things that you can make yourself better. If that's talking to somebody or getting the help that you need from a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, it's not to be ashamed of. It's something to actually like, like help yourself. So if you haven't seen the, the show on Netflix called the crime scene at the Cecil hotel, I highly recommend it. Um, it triggers you. So that is a trigger warning, guys. But like I said, if you guys are suffering with anxiety, depression, or any harmful thoughts, please seek help. Don't be ashamed of it. You know, we only live one life and you got to be, you know, strong and be sacred with it and live your best life. And that's by seeking help and being a better you. Now let's move on to our weekly horoscopes because I know last week we missed it, but this week we have something great because we're Mercury retrograde, guys. I don't know if you felt it, but 
shit has been feeling different technology you probably lost some shit on an email or you probably lost some shit on your laptop shit's not working and you're like what's going on well we're in mercury retrograde aries if you're lagging behind don't just modernize futurize with the new moon in aquarius activating your 11th house aka the tech sector This Thursday, February 11th, you've run out of excuses. Replace that cracked mobile screen and stop refusing to get on Slack when the rest of your teammates are using it to track internal communication. Taurus, career goals are in your crosshairs this Thursday. Only New Moon in Aquarius sends an energizing jolt to your 10th house of success. If you've been charging full steam ahead, stop and get your bearings. This new moon is a launch pad for six whole months of innovatives. First, do you need to rest your compass? Since Mercury is in retrograde in Aquarius during the new moon, take inventory of your past six to 12 months. Gemini, if you've been itching for a new experience that will make life exciting again, just wait until this Thursday. The year's only new moon in Aquarius delivers make it happen mojo to your ninth house of adventure and expansion suddenly you're seeing green lights where before it was a string of reds as every multiple gemini knows situations can turn on a dime literally all it takes is hearing a few key words to flip your despairing mood into a hopeful one stuck situations could get moving just like that this week especially as la luna gets a big nudge from aggressive mars Cancer, come or go away. You may be pulled into two opposing directions in the first part of the week, but when the new moon in Aquarius activates your all or nothing eighth house this Thursday, you may have a major epiphany about which path is right for you. The choice that lies before you is certainly a consequential one and may affect your family, career, or key relationships. Leo, Pair bonding is your priority this week, Leo, and not just because of what's with Valentine's Day. Thursday marks the annual new moon in Aquarius, which is beaming its electric rays into your seventh house of partnerships. As confident and capable as you are doing having everything on your own, what if you didn't have? Uh, There's so many ways to lighten your workload, teaming up with industry cohort, reconnecting to a past collaborator, especially since Mercury is in retrograde, outsourcing to a specialist, and if you need an extra pair of eyes or hands, people in your inner circle will be happy to repay your many kindnesses. Looking for love with five other heavenly bodies hovering in the same sign as this new moon? Even the smallest effort will send a loud message to the universe that you are receptive and ready to play. Virgo, what are your 2021 benchmarks, Virgo, and have you added enough soul to those goals? Your list is an eternal work in progress, but this Thursday would be a great day to give it a thorough audit. As a year's only new moon in Aquarius electrifies your systematic sixth house, you'll have just as much inspiration to add to the press inspiration that it will take to pull off your goals. Libra, lucky you, lucky Libra, is taking an early inbound flight, setting off the romantic vibes a few days 
early, while few other zodiac signs are privy to this new. Psst. He's arriving on Valentine's Day, just as an Aquarius new moon sends ripples through your fifth house of pleasure, passion, and power. Whether you have a plus one in your life or are ready to open yourself up to the possibility, this experimental lunar lift will have you thinking outside of the box. Consider that this is your cue to shake up any lather, rinse, and repeat bedroom routines. If you're single, plug new criteria into your dating app. Since Aquarius rules technology, the odds are in your favor. But note, Scorpio, there's no such thing as too much coziness this week for you, Scorpio. So keep the hygiene vibes coming. With the year's only new moon in Aquarius activating your domestic fourth house this Thursday, you'll be inspired to get your shelter in shape as highly visual sign most Scorpios hate clutter. The question is, have you become such a minimalist that your space is crying out for warmth and the splash of color? If life circumstances pulled you into the emotional undertow, the tide turns with this new moon. Yes, the urge to purge any messes will be strong, but in collaborative Aquarius, this lunar lift draws you towards supportive people who can only not provide a compassionate ear but might just don the mask and gloves and help you curate your closet and design a proper shelving solution sagittarius it's not like you haven't been social this year sagittarius but trading messages and zooming with the team at work is no replacement for relaxed conversations with your ride or dies you may finally get the chance to reconnect to your bffs when the annual new moon in aquarius opens up a window for playful communication and interactivity that doesn't involve anything with mercury retrograde in the same zone sees the opportunity to reconnect with the people who not only have your back but who make you laugh until your stomach hurts share all the what the fuck stories about how this year has unspooled thus far and cheer each other on for your victories and no you don't have to set aside all business stalled partnerships or contract negotiations may pick up and you might not be able to wait until mercury turns direct on february 20th to docusign them with your communication zone activated this new moon can wake up the media maker in you get to work on the writing projects or start developing a podcast or online course you never know sagittarius what starts at side hustle could evolve into a publishing empire over the next six months Capricorn. Prosperity is a Capricorn's favorite word and one that's top of mind for you this week as planets mix and mingle in your second house of security. Stuck situations get a jolt of momentum when the sun square action planet Mars on Wednesday. You might even spot a red flag and save the situation from devolving in the nick of time and just wait for Thursday when the new moon in Aquarius kicks off a six month wealth building cycle. Aquarius. What's next for you, Aquarius? The question's been reverberating through your mind and since late 2020 when planets began assembling in Aquarius. This week, there are six heavenly bodies pinging your sign. The Sun, Venus, Mercury retrograde, Jupiter, Saturn, and on Thursday, the year's only new moon in Aquarius as this cosmic parties in your first house of self-definition and 
daring initiative, the picture of what's next could begin crystallizing under the dark night sky. Make sure you capture the visionary downloads. Even if you don't have the exact picture yet, a new moon in your sign is a powerful starting block. And maximizing its creative gifts requires structure and action. Over the coming half year, you'll need to tap into your new projects, uh, which your co-ruler Saturn lends support with and set clear goals. Then break those into benchmarks and achieve them so you have something to celebrate along the way. With all this renewal energy at play, think about how you can gain any skill that are absent or not up to date. Start a side hustle too, or a totally new path, especially with this year double manifestation mojo of two back back to back, like how Drake would say Aquarius full moons on July 23rd and August 22nd. Two more lucky stars are lining up in your corner on the same day this new moon. And you're a charm magnet with Venus and abundant Jupiter. Hold their annual summit and for the first time in over a decade, it's being hosted in your sign. And my Pisces, random stuff has a way of accumulating for you, Pisces, even if you scarcely remember purchasing it in the first place. While you cherish your sentimental objects, clutter can throw off your entire mood since you've been feeling the energetic charge of everything in your space. Let the downsizing begin. Not only are there a record six heavenly bodies in Aquarius and your 12th house of transition, healing, and completions, uh, but one of them happens to be the annual new moon. Even if you're labeled and bind in items on the high, high shelves in your kitchen or garage fling, open the lids. Are you ever going to use this stuff again? Get real with yourself. Then give yourself a calendar and your friends list the same discerning treatment. This new moon may illuminate ways that you've been pleasing others as your own expense of that. Graciously bow out of plans that don't feed your soul and replace them with activities that revive your spirits. This lunar liftoff is the perfect time to begin. A practice such as yoga, meditation, or working on an artistic project by the time the double header of full moons in Aquarius arrives. Divine flow may be your normal operating state. Thursday also happens to be a good day for the deep inner healing work. Compassionate Venus makes her annual merger with philosopher Jupiter in your 12th house of release, transitions, and forgiveness. So that was our recap for our weekly horoscopes. And I hope you guys enjoyed those for because I know Mercury retrograde can be heavy on some of us. And, you know, we have to pull through this. So lately, I've been obsessing over this personality trait test that Carl Jung actually founded, but it's in the States now, and it's by Meyer Briggs personality trait. And I took the test, and the test gives you a whole bunch of questions on like certain things, like how you would feel in a scale. And you know, I answered honestly and I was shocked. Not really because I feel like I'm very like intuitive and empathetic and I feel things way more than others do. And my 
personality trait is the rarest trait, which is is an INFJ. So you're probably wondering, what's an INFJ? So an INFJ is known as an advocate. So is someone with the introverted, intuitive feeling and judging personality traits. Uh, they tend to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination, their inner vision, personal values, and a quiet principle version of humanism guide them in all things. So basically, like we process um, people in patterns and emotions and the way we judge them and we're very introverted, but we're introverted and extroverted, which is kind of, well, it's super rare, but we're extroverted with people we actually have a connection with and we understand them and we trust them. You guys should definitely take it. It's super interesting. I was like obsessing over it. I was like, oh my God, I need to like know all my friends' personality traits so I can read up on them. And literally like, this is what an INFJ basically does. So if you haven't taken the test, I I highly suggest it. And then you can read upon your personality. Like I've been doing that. I literally got a book on my personality trait because I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking interesting. Like, how do they know me so well? <laughs> it's kind of like finding your horoscope, but with your personality. So with that being said, like sometimes you're like, oh, why don't these people understand me and why, you know, there's conflict in certain things. Well, you can basically break down your personality and understand yourself a bit more in that way. So I was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking amazing. Why did I know about this sooner? Well, I kind of did. And then I just really didn't pay mind to it. But now it's just like, wait a minute. This is some this is gold. So like I said, take the test called the Myers-Briggs personality test, and then you can read up on yourself. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't subscribed, please do. If you're following on Instagram, thank you. If you haven't, it's at My Chic Intuition. Thank you for having your intuition at My Chic Intuition.